Hey guys, this is the Sports Forecasters Podcast, and because episode 5 was so jam-packed with so much material, we had to split it into two episodes. So you are now listening to episode 5, part 2. Enjoy. Welcome to the Sports Forecasters Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. This podcast has been created not to dwell and over-evaluate what has already happened in the sports world, but to predict and to forecast what has yet to come. From game picks to draft picks, and from trades to free agent signings, we will let you know what happens before it happens. Your hosts, Nick and Nate, will evaluate, study, and understand sports patterns, tendencies, and nuances to better prepare you on what to expect. Just like Leatherman, but way more accurate. So if you like to pick games, or you simply just want to be in the know before anybody else, you are in the right place. Enjoy the show. So our last little bit before we jump into the NFL quarterbacks, top free agent quarterbacks, I should say, we're going to give a quick power rankings. I'll go ahead and let you start it off. Who do you have as your top five NBA teams at this point in the season? You can give as much explanation or little explanation as you want, Nathan. Top five NBA teams. Okay, well, let's start with five, and I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns. I think we've talked enough about why I love the Suns. I got them at five. I got the Lakers at four. 76ers at three, Jazz at two, Nets at one. I'm just going to keep it simple. I think we we talked enough about these teams. So those are mine from five to one. I'll say it again. Suns, Lakers, 76ers, Jazz, Nets. What are yours? Based on right now, I'm going to say number five for me would be the Lakers. They're just in a downward trend without AD. As the season progresses, that will change their spot. Right now I have them at five. For number four, I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns. Like we said before, doing a lot of good things, but they don't have my vote of confidence quite yet to push them up more. Right now, I'm going to say the Nets are number three, purely based off the Durant injury. I don't think they're going to be able to beat the 76ers, making Jazz my number two, and then 76ers number one as of now. I don't see that standing in a few weeks, but as of now, it's on injuries. Lakers five. Then we have Suns, Nets, Jazz, and 76ers. That's five NBA teams at this point in the season. Sounds good. What's next? Free agent quarterback. Yes, the most wonderful time for an NFL fan is free agency. Unless your team's like the Philadelphia Eagles where you're negative cap and you have to cut a whole bunch of players to try to even make a move. But that's beyond the point. We're going to look at free agent quarterbacks, see what we're thinking about some of them. Some we may talk about quite a bit. Some we may miss and say they're dust in the wind. Here are the quarterbacks that we projected to be the top free agent quarterbacks based on the names that are available at this point. Obviously, if someone gets released, that changes everything or trades and what have you. So we have Dak Prescott, Mitchell Trubisky, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, Joe Flacco, Jameis Winston, and Jacoby Brissett. Nathan, what quarterback out of those names intrigue you the most? I think Dak does because he's obviously... The I mean, for the last couple of years, this argument, should you pay Dak, should you not pay Dak? I've heard rumors he wants a, a contract that's just behind Patrick Mahomes, which is laughable. But then he had that gruesome injury last year, so you don't know how he's going to recover from that and, and how he's going to perform. 
from that. And so I think he's just the most interesting, the most intriguing, the one that I'm really curious to see where he signs, how much he signs for, and how well he does. Um, so I think he's by far the, uh, I'm most interested in. What about you? I think the Dak situation is definitely interesting of what could come with him. But in the end, I honestly feel like he's just going to get that franchise tag again. So in terms of quarterback carousel, where he's going to land, I don't think there's much surprise on where he'll end up. I think he'll still stay in Dallas with that franchise tag. Mitchell Trubisky is the name I want to bring up next. Nathan, do you think this quarterback ends up back in Chicago or does he have another starting gig or is he not a starter? He's a backup. Yeah. He's not Chicago. I think Chicago will ultimately land Deshaun Watson, maybe Russell Wilson. But I think ultimately Chicago trades away a ton for Deshaun Watson, including Trubisky. So I think Trubisky ultimately lands in Houston because he'll be part of that trade package. And he will be fighting for the Houston starting job, which I think he could easily win because who's he going to fight against, (laughs) you know? So unless, you know... They pick up one of these other free agent quarterbacks, which they could very well. And I think he's very much in contention against any of these other free agent quarterbacks on the list. So I think Trubisky will end up in Houston and potentially be the starter there. What do you think? Yeah, it's hard to say where he's going to go or what they're going to do with him. One team that may be a glimmer, depending if they end up end up winners at the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, would be the Carolina Panthers. They may be a team that maybe Mitchell goes there or Washington. Washington's a team that. They don't really have a quarterback identity right now. Mitchell Trubisky does show signs that he could grasp on if you get the right system around him. And Washington was a team that really, especially in that playoff game against Tampa Bay, gave them a bigger run than what most of us thought they would. So I could see Mitchell Trubisky, if Chicago ends up not being the destination, they end up selling the farm to land Deshaun. I could see him ending up back in Chicago if obviously they don't end up with either of those two, but it signs seem to be pointing more that way. So if he doesn't end up back in Chicago, Carolina or Washington would be the spots I could see Mitchell going to based on their cap situation and them honestly just trying to find that identity at quarterback where in the draft, yeah, you always want to try to find that next franchise guy, but Mitchell has shown some growth in those last few games after he came back in for Foles gave himself a strong chance to maybe be a starter in this league again yeah i think i think that's definitely possible i want to jump to this next one because as a loyal fan of the south beach dolphins ryan fitzpatrick probably second oldest only to tom brady in this league at the quarterback position is he in the league next year if so what team and starter or backup i think the season starts out where He's not on a team initially, but if there was a team that was going to pick him up for him, the mentor, I think a good fit for him to be that mentor role, because that's essentially what he's been. Yes, they brought him in in Miami because Tua wasn't quite ready yet when Tua was in. They weren't sure if he could give them the numbers they needed to win the games, but I could see Jacksonville making a move for him once they draft Trevor so Ryan could mentor him, groom him, get him ready to be that next NFL guy. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's signed, and I think he starts week one. It's bold, and this is why. I think he goes to Washington. I've heard Washington and Alex Smith are not... Alex is not going to resign with them. So they don't really have an option at quarterback right now. So they And they're not high enough in the draft to pick up a guy. I mean, they made made the playoffs last year, right? So they're not going to, unless they trade up, and I think they learned their lesson with RG3 not to do that again. 
they're going to sit low in this draft, and all the, 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 the quarterbacks that are available that could start week one are not going to be available. So they're kind of stuck with signing a free agent quarterback. And I think they're going to end up signing someone like Ryan Fitzpatrick and maybe draft maybe a tier two quarterback in the first round or pick up a second quarterback in, in free agency that's younger. But Ryan Fitzpatrick has proven he's he's magical. He's a great leader. He brings a culture to a team as a Miami Dolphin fan. I've seen that and I've witnessed that. And so I think Washington knows that. And I think they're kind of in a unique situation where it's like we don't have a quarterback. Haskins is gone. Alex Smith is gone. They have that uh, I. The name has lost me, but he showed good flashes of being a good quarterback in this league that played last year when both Haskins and, and Smith were not playing. But he's not their long-term solution. And so I think uh, Fitzpatrick comes in maybe even to mentor that quarterback on the team. That, But I think he finds himself in Washington. Yeah, that would be a brilliant move from Washington with Ron Rivera in charge. Actually, that makes more sense than my Jacksonville thought. So I'm actually going to flip-flop and go with Washington as well. That seems like a really good spot for him to land, especially with quarterback turmoil going on there. You don't see Miami making a big charge for him? No. We're we're either going to get Tua, we're going to stick with Tua, which I think is what they ultimately do, or they're going to trade for Deshaun Watson. But like I said, I think Chicago are willing to give up more in a trade package for Deshaun Watson than Miami will. So I think Deshaun Watson will ultimately end up in Chicago and we're going to stick with Tua for one more year because it's like, let's not just give up enough to year one after a shortened season with COVID and everything. Let's give him another shot. We have a chance to get his wide receiver in the draft at number three overall, Devontae Smith, who won the Heisman. Let's see how he does year two. Very good. And then the last quarterback here that I feel potentially be a starter, Jameis Winston. The man had a rough last year in Tampa Bay where interceptions were being given away by him quite a bit so he ended up in new orleans behind drew Brees. was in here and there but never fully named the second string guy for the most part Taysom hill was that second string guy does Jameis winston end up getting another shot in the league as an nfl starter nathan yeah he does and i think he does it on the team that he's actually currently on believe it or not i think he'll be the starter for the saints unless they somehow trade for somebody I, I know it's crazy to think because you couldn't even beat out uh, Taysom Hill, but I think there's more behind that story than they thinking Taysom Hill is a better quarterback than Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston is a very talented quarterback. He's had some issues, but I think that's a lot to do. He needs the perfect system, the perfect culture, and I think he can thrive. I really do think that. Someone to kind of hold his hand, and I think the New Orleans Saints organization is one of the best to be able to do that for him. So I do think... He'll ultimately stay there, and if Drew Brees retires, he could start for them. What do you think? Honestly, I agree with you. I think he stays in New Orleans as well. They didn't bring him in just to let him go for a year. I think Taysom Hill was second-string quarterback because there was no offseason. There wasn't a chance for Jameis to go through preseason OTAs and learn the playbook and everything. Taysom Hill has been there for several seasons He's in nearly every formation or has a spot in every formation because of the multitude of positions that he could play on the field for them. And really, Taysom Hill, I don't see New Orleans turning to him to be that starting quarterback. He's best served for them as being that gadget guy, that guy you throw in as a wrinkle where teams have to game plan for him and make that defensive audible when he's in for that particular play. Jameis Winston would be that more established individual for you to latch on to and have your franchise 
for the next few seasons, or if he ends up not being what you hope he is, at least a placeholder until you can get that next person drafted. Because ultimately, like you alluded to, I don't think Drew Brees comes back next season. We'll see what he ultimately decides, but signs are pointing to he's probably calling it a career. Yep. Man, we agreed a lot today, didn't we? Yeah, I, I guess we're just on the same wavelength. So let's hit a few more names here. We have about three more names. I'm just curious to what your take is on these individuals. It can just be a quick hit. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, man. Ah, oh, gosh. I think this is the other quarterback that I could see in Washington as well, if it's not Fitzpatrick. This is a very unique situation with situation Washington is in. So I feel like they go after one of those guys. So he's he's the second one I think they could go after. If not, then I think Dalton is a backup somewhere. Maybe Indy. I could Indy kind of like similar to Dallas, like franchise take Dak, but they're like we're not too sure about him. So let's uh, sign Andy Dalton. Well, Indy just traded for Carson Wentz. He's been up and down. You know, lately, mainly down. So, I mean, that could be because of Philly. But obviously, Indy still thinks there's potential in him. Their head coach, who I believe was the offensive coordinator in Philly when they won the Super Bowl. So there's that relationship as well. But I think signing someone like Andy Dalton as a backup plan there wouldn't be a bad idea just in case the Carson Wentz thing doesn't pan out. So I could see one of those two teams. What do you think? I definitely think you're on to something saying a backup. I that's where I feel Andy Dalton will end up whatever roster he ends up on really for me it comes down to that Deshaun Watson domino and potentially the Russell Wilson domino I really feel like there's not as much traction with with Wilson ending up somewhere but who knows you I've seen crazier things happen but once that Watson domino falls does Andy stay in Texas go to Houston give them a plan or like you said, the Washington scenario does not seem like a terrible scenario. We'll have to see. Or does Dallas retain him? I don't know that Dallas has the cap room to be able to keep him when they have so many other things they need to address. So I see him not going back to Dallas. Indianapolis, I don't know that Reich has much of a chemistry with Andy or history with Andy. So I don't know that he'll go with him. I think ultimately he'll probably try to get Jacoby for cheap since Jacoby has been around in their system for a season or two. Maybe Jacoby ends up there and Andy doesn't go to Indy. It's just really hard to say without that Deshaun Watson piece being put where he's going to be ultimately for the next season. I agree. Andy's going to be a backup somewhere. Yeah, I, I do like your Houston pick, though. I think that's a very good possibility if they move on from Deshaun Watson. All right, well, who's the next one we're going to look at? Cam Newton. Does he go back? Yeah, he's back in New England. I think with the shortened season... They're going to give him another shot. I think he deserves another chance. And just jumping into a system, they signed him way late on top of the shortened season. New England was a jaguar feet for some reason on the quarterback position. I don't know why. But I, I feel like he deserves a second chance. I think he will get a second chance. So I have New England's not in a position to draft a, a starting quarterback either. So they're, they're going to go with Cam. What do you think? I think last season they drug their feet because they were hoping they had something with Stidham. But with everything going on, they couldn't really get a good look at him, even though they've had him for multiple seasons. So you're curious, why didn't you evaluate him a little better? But when you had a guy like Tom Brady, he probably didn't get many reps with the ones. Cam Newton, I thought last season was brought into a situation with, honestly, a cap-strapped Patriots team that couldn't make a lot of moves to really give him a lot of support. If they bring him back, they definitely need to make sure they have great pieces there to help complement his game and help him be successful. Because he did show flashes in the early goings of the season that, made everyone think Patriots might be a contender without Brady. They were one of the top teams in the first four games of the season. They were competing against teams like Seattle, who everyone thought 
might be a Super Bowl pick or in the early goings of the season. I agree with you, Nathan. They're just too far down the draft to really make a move. I think they have enough cap room to make a move on some of these guys, but I don't think they're sold on any of these guys that are going to be free agents. And with them being too far down the draft, they're not a team that really gives up equity to move up in the draft. They're going to just stay par with what they have in Cam Newton, and he gets another shot in New England. And that brings us to the last quarterback on our list here, Joe Flacco, Nathan. I know you love the guy. Give us your thoughts on Joe Flacco. He's retiring. That's all I'm going to say. I think he calls the quits. I think he has a little bit of an ego to him. I don't think he's going to accept a backup role, especially the age he's at. He's won a Super Bowl. He's obviously way, way past his prime. I honestly think he's just going to hang it up and, and it's accept not playing in the NFL anymore. I just don't see him just accepting a backup role what do you think i think you're absolutely right last season he went to new york thinking he was going to be able to take over darnold's spot and he really wasn't able to except when darnold was hurt so i don't see flacco really finding a spot in this league unless something fluky or crazy happens with a retirement or a trade something of that nature but even then we've mentioned so many names here that are in limbo teams can make moves for those individuals or just kind of live with what they have on their staff currently. So I don't see Joe Flacco in this league anymore either. He won his Super Bowl. He got that really great contract after that Super Bowl. And I think he rides off the sunset this one. I don't think we're going to agree this much ever again. Yeah, I think next week there will be a little more disparity, especially when we're going to revisit those conference picks, see where we stand, especially since Nova just lost a guard. There may be some shifting in those picks for the conference finals. Ends up being the conference tournament champion. We'll see what happens with that. Any final words, Nathan? No, I mean, I, I love always talking about the NFL, so I'm glad we're talking about free agents. I can't wait till we talk about this. Once all the quarterbacks kind of settle down, this quarterback carousel that happened in the NFL, talk about our takes there and who we forecast will have the most success on the new team. So I'm really excited to dive into that in future episodes. But it's a good time. NBA, All-Star this weekend, NFL free agency. I mean, we didn't talk about J.J. Watt with Arizona. That was a shock. I didn't see that coming, so always so much to, to forecast in sports. Yes, and that's what keeps the wheels grinding for us, keeps us turning, and enjoy bringing out new content for you folks. So we're going to put a bow on this episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've had a pleasure talking about the NBA, how it looked up to the halfway point, what we think it might look at the end, and then our free agent quarterbacks. We hope to address soon the quarterbacks of the future, like their positions and everything like that, and some other free agent spots. This has been Nathan Singer, Nick Alvarez. We are the Sports Forecasters, and we'll see you next time.